Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Movie. Movie. Film. Film. It's the podcast where we pick a flick and decide if it's a movie or a film. That's factual. I'm Nate. That's the way I play, 100% all the time. And I'm Terrell. And she's your queen! Uh, oh, coming to America. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I also went James Earl Jones. I was going to do Vader, but that's too easy. Oh. I went deeper. Okay, what was it? It was from The Sandlot. Oh, nice. Yeah. Forgot he was in that until I was looking through IMDb. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing a James Earl Jones movie from the 70s called Claudine. Yes, with Diane Carroll. But first... Some movie, movie, news, news. Mm-hmm. We got some new Eddie Murphy that we're excited about. Yeah. I haven't been excited about new Eddie Murphy in a long time. Because it's been a long time. That's why. His name is Dolomite, actually. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a new, is it, is it, it's a new net, Netflix, right? Yeah. And it's coming out to theaters as well with Eddie Murphy and Wesley Snipes and Titus uh, Burg- Burgess um about this this man that's always just trying to make a name for himself trying to get a new hustle whether it's you know be an actor be a musician you know whatever it is to get his name out there so that he can be remembered and it's a comedy yeah it looks you know this one of the trailers they showed too much yeah um i i'm gonna watch it yeah i i really hated the trailer oh um, excited for the movie. Yeah. The the still image we saw of just the actors in it in costume. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah, I was very hyped when I saw uh, uh, yeah. that cast together. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh yeah, Eddie is like okay, making a comeback because yeah, he got the right people. I mean, Mike Epps is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Titus hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and some new faces in there as well. Yeah. So I'm gonna watch it like all these Netflix movies. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Yeah, because it's there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another trailer, Greta Gerwig is making uh, Little Women. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of people in it. Yeah, a lot Mer- of names. Meryl Streep, Laura Dern, Saoirse Ronan, Emma Watson, Florence Pugh, Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eliza? I didn't catch her last Scanlon, name. Scanlon, the girl from Sharp Objects. Okay. Yeah, that's who she, she was, is. She was the only face I didn't know. She was very good in Sharp Objects. Okay. All right. I'm not surprised to see her jumping into film. Uh, Probably going to hear a lot about this around Oscar season. Mm-hmm. The, the trailer's kind of like... Yeah. Give give us some Oscars. Yeah, I mean, Laura Dern, uh, Meryl Streep. Come on, yeah. yeah. Sosha. Sosha? Sor? Sersha. Sersha. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, Oscar people. Yeah, and it looks very white feminism. Mm-hmm. It does. It actually... <laughs> the whole trailer is a speech about what yeah. women can do without men. Mm-hmm. It actually looks a lot more fun than I thought it would be. Because when you mentioned it, I was just like, oh, this sounds boring. This sounds terribly boring. Like, boring. But mm. I think the trailer did a good job at making it look a little bit more exciting. Yeah, it looks like a pretty faithful adaptation of Little Women, of which they're already a handful. Mm-hmm. But... Why not? Yeah. Hollywood, why, why right. not? Yeah. I kind of wish she followed up Lady Bird with another original story, mm-hmm. personally. I kind of would rather see this cla- cast do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But sure, Little Women, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Chalamet looks charming. Sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so those are, uh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't been excited about a trailer in a long time. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's winding down to that time where all those exciting movie trailers are out of the way now. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they they have something in store for us. I don't know. I'm not really. Hopefully. Uh, I think Mulan was the last thing that got me excited. Right. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's our news. Yeah, news. that's our news. That's it. Yeah, so let's yeah. Uh, jump into Claudine. Wait a minute. It's 139 Edgecombe Avenue. My name is Claudine. Claudine Price. Rupert Payne Marshall. 7 o'clock. Claudine and Rupert are working on a project. A love project. When I get to know you better. Maybe. I said maybe. And while they're working hard to get it together, the world's working harder to keep them apart. Hello? Miss Claudine Price leaving? Yeah. Six kids and four rooms. 36 and it ain't old. It's too old to be around. 20th Century Fox presents James Earl Jones and Diane Carroll in Claudine. Cool it. Your mama's going on a date. Like a nice restaurant, some fine music. It's gonna wind up chicken anyway. Mom, it's Miss K back, the social worker. Society gave us no choice. Well, don't just stand there, honey. Let her in. Claudine's a movie from 1974. Uh, stars James Earl Jones and Diane Carroll. Mm-hmm. Written by Lester Pine and Tina Pine. Is this an? I think it's another spouse duo. I feel like we've done a couple spouses now that have made movies together. All right, writing. At teams. least, at least uh, with Fast Color. I forget. What else? All right. Uh, directed by John Barry. He's directed a lot. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, yeah. I like the tagline. A heart and soul comedy. Yeah. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> <laughs> There's a point in the movie where he says it like four times mm-hmm. like in the span of a minute. Like, Can you dig it? Can you dig it? I'm taking your mom out. Can you dig it? She's going to have dinner and wine. Can you dig it? <laughs> this movie starts, as a lot of movies do, with our main character late for a bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> walking with her kids. Yeah, she's walking down the street with her kids. Mm-hmm. A shot that's then mirrored in the in the end. Yeah. Pretty well. I like that. Yeah. The the bus thing's funny though. That it's always characters late for the bus. Yeah, it makes them relatable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's late for work. She's gonna be late for work. Mm-hmm. And um... no, it demonstrates that like she has a lot on her hands, and um, yeah, it's important to her that she's there on time. And, mm-hmm. But also, I don't. Know, I I'm not good at watching older movies because stuff. A lot of stuff feels very cliche, but there's a reason. It's I don't. I don't know the the timeline of movies starting with characters missing a bus. Right. Um, So I'll I'll give it some slack. Okay. In that department. (laughs) And uh, when she gets on the bus, um, it's like um, it's her and a bunch of ladies that she always is uh, riding with. And they're just talking, having girl talk about, you know what I mean? Being a single woman with needs. And our uh, 
Claudine is like, I don't have time for that because I have six kids. And I'm just like, look, when you got needs, you got needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what this movie's about. Yeah. Um, I mean, right, right after that, we get introduced to the trash man. Yeah. Rupert. Rupe. Rupe, uh, played by James. He's... His character, he's he's doing something with this. Yeah, he's uh, something like I've n- never seen him in this light before, right? Oh yeah, well yeah. I've never I haven't seen a young James Earl Jones in my life. James, yeah. Um, I did comment to you once that it was weird seeing him so spry. He like hop, he like steps into a Cadillac or a what convertible. Yeah, just step, was, uh, walks over, t- takes a big step over the door. He's a hip young man. Yeah. Yeah. Their first interaction, uh, we're introduced by him because he's taking out the trash at uh, the house where Claudine works. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like immediately, well, she brings out some fruit for him. Yeah. So there's there's a kinship already. They're familiar yeah. with each other. He, but he's just asking her out immediately. Yeah. Telling her how beautiful she looks. She looked very beautiful today because you always look beautiful. Yeah, he's probably been asking her out for a while. But she never has the time to do anything. But this yeah, time... Yeah, but it's not... I don't know. To me, it's not clear if it's because she feels she doesn't have time or because she doesn't know how she feels about him. Mm-hmm. There's some menace. The way he says, I don't bite, isn't just like, I don't bite. It's, I don't bite. <laughs> Well, they, they they have this flirtation thing going on. It's definitely not all him just hitting on her. She's definitely, like, looking at him. I mean, when she before she even, like, steps into the house, she stops and eyes him and then keeps walking. So she's been checking him out as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She she gives in. Yeah. He's very aggressive. He even that's makes that's this... why I use the language gives in. <laughs> Instead of he, accepts the he, the kind offer for a date, he does this weird thing where at, when, during this whole exchange, I was just like, "Oh, this is like really sweet. They have great chemistry." And then he did this thing where it's just like, "Oh, I heard you're on welfare. I would hate to tell on you about you working." Yeah, that's what I'm talking. About. That's part of the menace, like yeah. the playful blackmailing. Yeah, haha, I'm gonna blackmail you. I'm sure he wasn't gonna tell, but also he did say it. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's, I don't know. He's doing something. That's all. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. And at first, at first, she's like, no. But then after a while, she's just like, yeah. I will say, I like, I like the choice. I find it very interesting. Mm-hmm. Instead of just your standard Prince Charming, right? Um, he's 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 got a personality, and you don't. It's there's almost an unpredictability to it, right? And. Yeah, James Earl Jones just acts. He acts a, a lot. He does a lot of acting mm-hmm. in this, mm-hmm. <laughs> and in general, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's 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 a joy to watch. <laughs> yeah, nah, he's good. He's good. Um, so yeah, they set a date. They set the date. Um, because she she runs after him, and set the date for uh, him to come pick her up. And he comes to pick her up, all dressed up and snazzy in his convertible. Outside of her house, mm-hmm. but she's not there. Yeah, knocks. I like the scene. He knocks on the door, and uh, one of her children answers. It's the the deadbolt lock is in, so mm-hmm. it's only like the sliver. Yeah, 
and this is more of the the menace the menace of, of Roop. He was he's like first like playing with the kid like a little back and forth teasing, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's like just switches on a dime. Is your mama home? <laughs> <laughs> just completely switches ch- the tone. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "All right, do you mind if I wait in?" And she's like, "No, mama said don't let anybody in the house when she's not mm-hmm. here," and slams the door in his face. So he has to wait in his car. He pretty much takes a nap in his car while he's waiting for her. Yeah, Claudine comes home and sees him in the car outside asleep. And then she apologizes and tries to, like, cancel the the date because she's so busy and has so much stuff to do. Yeah, it's late. She would have to shower and then get dressed, put on makeup and all, like, all this extra stuff that it takes, you know, time for a woman Mm -hmm. to get ready for a date. Mm -hmm. But But he's uh, determined. Yeah, he's very adamant on it. And he's just like, I'll wait. Like, come on, let's let, let's do this thing. Come on, I'm trying to take you out, get you out from under these kids. And so he comes up to her apartment with mm-hmm. her. And yeah. This is where we first see her apartment, which is where a lot of uh, the movie takes place. Yeah. I really liked the way this was shot. Every, like, there's not a second goes by in the frame where it's not just filled with Claudine's children. Yeah. They, it's like uh, very claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. They're always like not stacked up, but kind of stacked. Kind of stacked, yeah. Sitting on top of the couch, laying yeah. on like the little like uh, footrest thing, like sitting on the floor, running around, yelling. Um, yeah, there's um. She has six children. There's five of them in mm-hmm. this scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's kind of chaotic. But Roop just sits in the corner. Yeah. silently just kind of observing yeah just taking it in mm-hmm. yeah and the kids are like just trouble i mean one of the one of the younger ones almost sets the house on fire he burns like he damages the the toaster right <laughs> yeah. he, he what, what was he trying to make i don't remember he definitely put like toast but like something like you're not supposed to put in the toaster mm-hmm. as well like yeah. jelly or something <laughs> mm-hmm. uh there's the Tarzan thing because they're oh, watching yeah. Tarzan. They're watching Tarzan, and Patrice is is upset because uh, Tarzan is fighting black people, and the kids are pretty much rooting for Tarzan to kick their asses. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, I don't know exactly what she says, but she's just like, you know, Tarzan's fighting all these black people and yelling, kick, um, kick their ass or whatever. And so she just turns the TV off. Yeah, it's just uh, I liked that. Yeah, just pointing out the the racism in Tarzan. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, the the date's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> they I think they had some plans to go somewhere, but mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. Yeah, none of it actually happens. They just go from Claudine's apartment to Rupert's apartment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he uh, makes a bath for her while well, he like cleans. It's the bath for her, like, because he offered to, like, let her shower at her house because mm-hmm. her house is so crazy. The yeah. kids got to use the bathroom. The oldest son, Charles, is in there doing you-know-what. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, she takes a bath. They do this little flirt thing where he tries to undress her. And she's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he invited her. Yeah. She agreed to go to his place to bath, so... Never mind. I'm not continuing down that yeah, okay. sarcasm. All right. Sarcasm. Um, There's a. It's a, it's a movie from 1974. Um, <laughs> I'll say that. Um, 
She takes a bath. He puts on music to set the mood. Brings out a little little liquor. Yeah, he puts on some. Uh, what's that song? Uh, a dozen Ro- roses. A dozen roses. Yeah. Right? Um, of the Curtis m- Mayfield. Yeah, the music yeah. is done by Curtis Mayfield and um, no, no, Gladys Knight in the Pips. But no, I've, he Curtis Mayfield like had producer credit mm. as well. Um, I only know that song because like it's Kanye sampled it. A lot of people sample that song. In my it's head, I was just song. hearing the whispers. Pete Rock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's he got himself a drink. He's got the slow jams on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Claudine's taking a while in the bathroom. I thought it, I thought they were both going to fall asleep. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is going to be funny. Because, like, yeah, they've both been working all day. Mm-hmm. They're tired. Yeah. Uh, he shouts from the couch, you drown? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no response. Yeah. <laughs> um, knocks on the door. No response. So he takes out a card to unlock the door. Mm-hmm. And this was for me a very uncomfortable music cue because it once felt he... menacing to you. That's why. No, it didn't feel menacing. It was played for romance. The music swells when he opens the door and mm-hmm. sees, oh, look how cute Claudine is sleeping mm-hmm. in the bathtub. I'm mm-hmm. going to stare longingly at her while invading her privacy. Mm-hmm. And she's asleep. Okay. The music gets like much louder, and it's like a passionate thing, I guess. Right. And he like sits beside her while she's... There's like a while in between him entering the room and properly waking her up. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like touches her to wake her up. Yeah, he grabs her um, hand. Yeah, out of the out of the tub. Yeah, it's, it just I, I didn't think just, it was cute. You didn't think it was cute. Um, it might have been cute in '74. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, there was that invasion of privacy thing, but I, I don't think I read too much into it. I don't think because he, he didn't like do anything extra no in the movie it's this it's this romance yeah yeah Yeah, according yeah there's this this uh this whole thing with uh this rat that lives in the apartment that he named called millhouse Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like the first thing we see when we walk into his apartment like it looks nice but then a rat just runs by yeah there's a lot of like sitcom-y things Mm -hmm. i would I wouldn't say this movie's a comedy. It's funny. Yeah. There's well, there's moments of comedy. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the movie as a whole is a comedy. Well, maybe. I don't know. Genre's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but throughout the movie, the tone just jumps back and forth between like three different things. And one of them, it there's times where it feels like a 70s family sitcom. Mm-hmm. And it was all very funny. Yeah. The stuff with the mouse, the a lot of the kid stuff and Yeah. Yeah, yeah they have um very uh, real grip on, on comedy, like what we might joke about in, in real life. Um, like the whole situation where they're they're at the table when they decide not to go out because it's late mm-hmm. and they order chicken. Yeah. Um and they're just 
you know, having this banter about being a welfare queen, mm -hmm. you know, and like just being a black bitch that's knocked up and having kids and who doesn't work. And then him being, you know, a deadbeat dad, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, having children and running away pretty much, but like joking about it and like, you know, coming to an understanding together um, through um, a dark sense of humor about their lives. Yeah. Um, I like they playfully like clink chicken yeah. chicken wings mm -hmm. like as if they're clinking champagne glasses. Yeah, and then it there's like a smash a jump cut or smash cut. I don't know which one is which. Um, or is that the same thing? I don't know. It cuts immediately on the clink to them in bed together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it's a smash post. Well, there there's a smash. In yeah, there. there is a smash. <laughs> it's implied. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, straight to bed, baby. Um, and they're kissing a little bit, and then you hear the noise of the mouse trap. Mm -hmm. And Claudine's like, "What's that?" Right. And it must have been Millhouse. Yeah. And she makes him go and uh, clean it up. Yeah, he wants to just keep lying there, uh, kissing her, kind of mm -hmm. like there's some Liam Neeson widows kissing happening there. Mm -hmm. Very uh, passionate kissing. We see. This was my first time seeing James Earl's body. Mm. It's a lot of body. Mm. Yeah. And I honestly, I guess this is maybe like a 70s thing or because I feel like now nowadays when male actors are naked on screen, their bodies are that of like an actor. Like they have like that physique, you know what I mean? Very like muscular. Like un body. unattainable standards. Unattainable, yeah. yeah. But his body was just like a, a regular body. It was just a real body, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? He wasn't muscular at all. Um, And he was very hairy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So Claudia makes him get out of bed and get uh millhouse. And then he doesn't wash his hands after throwing yeah. it out. Yeah. So that's a garbage man that doesn't have good hygiene. Right. So I'm questioning Claudine's taste. I I noticed that right away. I was just like, so he's not going to wash his hands. And then Claudine goes, so did you wash your hands? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of nasty. Yeah. You, you work with trash and you don't wash your hands. Right. Come on. Um, so then now like they're trying to get back into it, get back into the zone or whatever. And the kids keep calling. They they call like every like five minutes or whatever. Yeah, and just to like tell on a sibling about anything, like yeah, I, I think it was like Charles is masturbating. Yeah, Charles is like touching himself yeah. in the bathroom, <laughs> which is what I thought he was doing in mm -hmm. the beginning. I mean, yeah, he was probably taking a a shower as well, but I was just like, yeah, you have a a a, a big teen male in your house, mm -hmm. like he's like touching himself. Yeah. In the bathroom. Yeah. I guess it, it's sitcom me, but not, uh, I guess they wouldn't have that storyline. Yeah. On those sitcoms. <laughs> yeah. It's a TV sitcom. Yeah. No, I said TV movie sitcom. Yeah. Uh, we got another date. Yeah. Like, um, the, the next night. Yeah, because. Um, they return, he returns Claudine at like four in the morning mm -hmm. and he's like, I'm going to go on another day with you. And she's like, boy, you're going to be tired. You're going to go to work. I don't know how you're going to do it. And you're going to be, he was like, look, I don't care about that. I want to go on a second date with you. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, they set up the the second date. Um, uh, before before the second date, there's the <laughs> there's so many funny moments with the kids where she she comes in and it was just like, yeah, mommy came in the house at four at four a.m. with chicken on her breath. Yeah. And what were you doing with the garbage man at four in the morning? And then they have the whole like sex talk. Now obviously these kids like. They know. <laughs> yeah, the, li- the little one's like, I know what sex is. It's putting penis. Or the second youngest one's yeah. like, it's like put, put a penis in a man puts a penis in a woman's vagina, which mm-hmm. isn't what sex is. But mm-hmm. in 1974, it is. Um, and then the youngest is like, not mom's vagina. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the daughter has a, a good callback because, um, you know, she's at that age where she like wants to go out and, you know have fun and, 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 and drink and party or whatever. And her mom is just like, don't you come back pregnant? And so she's like, mama, don't you come back pregnant? Yeah. She <laughs> turns it around. Yeah. She turns it around on her mom. Uh, the second time comes, the second time he comes, <clears throat> second time he comes to the apartment for the mm-hmm. next date, mm-hmm. he rings the bell, but the kids are like refusing to answer yeah, they ignore him. because they don't like that this guy's dating their mom. Exactly. Uh, so no one gets the bell and there's this whole thing where once he's finally let in and he's like, I was ringing and they're like, we didn't hear any bells. We didn't hear any bells. Mm-hmm. And then the, there's, there are bells cause the ice cream truck is coming. The ice cream man. Uh-huh. And they're like, you heard those bells. That's the ice cream. He's like, I didn't hear a bell. Right. <laughs> and they're trying to bribe him to get ice cream. All right. Which he does. He gets them ice cream. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. But then the oldest Charles is like, what are you going to get me? You, you don't have anything that yeah. I want. Yeah. You don't have anything I want. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, mom, maybe, um, your mama thinks I got something she wants or something yeah, like right. that. Yeah. Um, it's just the classic, uh, oldest son being protective of the yeah. single mother. Mm-hmm. Right, so when when the when the little boy comes back up with the ice cream and the door rings, and they go to get out, he's like, "Wait, sit down! I didn't hear no bell." Right, like, you know, like just calling back to that, making that whole joke come back around, and mm-hmm. then, you know, them getting the ice cream, and then Claudine and Rupert going out on their second date. Yeah, and then we see uh, Rupert uh, at work. There, you know, in like a romance movie, you always got the. The guy talking to his guy friend about what's going on. What's mm-hmm. this chick you're dating? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty much the conversation is, I'm sure you want to be dating a woman that's on welfare. Yeah. And uh, the movie, throughout the movie, goes into great detail to really paint like the difficult situation it is for yeah. Well, for people on welfare, but also like with dating and like how it's so hard to plan your life. Yeah. They yeah. can't regularly date because it's it's crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't know that was going to be a part of this movie, but I really like the way that it like tackled mm-hmm. that issue um, because it, it is a real issue. It's like, yeah, like it's a system where it's supposed to be a beneficial um, program, but you can't win in it because mm-hmm. so. if you if you make like one cent more than the yeah, it's like you either make a too much money to get assistance, which isn't enough money to support your family, mm-hmm. or you need to only get the welfare. You can't have a job. Just yeah. yeah. Um, and the the system is uh, portrayed in this case by the social worker. Yeah, who comes to visit Miss Miss Cabac Cab mm-hmm. Cabac? I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, There's like this whole montage before she comes. Yeah, like um, they have to hide everything. Mm-hmm. They like all like any new appliances that they bought because mm-hmm. if they see it, they can deduct from it. Yeah, and I find it so weird that she can't even work. She does work, but she can't tell. No one can know that she works. Yeah. Because even with the money she's working and the government assistance, that's still not enough. But if the, they knew she worked, yeah, yeah. But if she didn't work, then she would really be struggling. She mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to feed her kids. It would be like a, it's like yeah, it's a Lulu situation. You're on the system, but you can't work. Yeah, it's definitely like the whole system was designed to keep a whole group of people at a certain economics. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And uh, you know the the caseworker is asking her all these these questions, like, "Oh, I heard you've been seeing a man." And at first, I'm just like, "Well, why is that your business? Like, how's that?" Yeah, apparently she's got like informants, like yeah. people on the street or across the, that bitch across the street told you, didn't she? Right. Like, uh, yeah, they're re- they're really trying to find fraud. Yeah, pretty much, and it's and they're definitely like... set up for to commit fraud, like. We're going to have this system so that you fuck up and we can put men in jail and make money off them. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just like, if he's like helping you out in any way, he gives you anything, we have to know about it. I'm just like, geez, man. Can't make a move. And, you know, she just, she counter is, you, you know, that argument with attacking her personal life and like the men that she might be seeing or not Mm -hmm. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you, like, you know, you, see a man and Mm -hmm. you don't have to report it or you know what i mean you don't have to report how much you make from seeing a man Mm -hmm. yeah um when i first saw her i thought she was sally fields i was like sally fields isn't this (laughs) she kind of looks like sally fields okay yeah um they rupe and claudine continue dating Mm -hmm. they're uh might say they're in love Mm -hmm. yeah um and there's this this uh this moment with uh patrice when she comes back in she has like her little patrice is the oldest daughter yeah she has um this halter top on i think Mm -hmm. it's like a halter top where like it's tied so her abdomen now and she said she's been getting drinking lessons or whatever (laughs) (laughs) and she throws up yeah and then they have this really cute girl moment um with claudine and her daughters and they all sleep together Mm -hmm. and they're talking about like you know um marriage and what love is and she's like love is when a man brings you groceries instead of eating yours i mean and then at the end the the youngest the youngest daughter comes in at the foot of the bed and then she's just like make like put some cover over yourself it's like really like cute yeah yeah really sweet moment um then there's more welfare welfare another welfare scene yeah mirrors um, the first where before while she's coming up the stairs they gotta hide things they like have to roll up a rug and hide it behind the curtains mm-hmm. and uh uh roop is home he's or he's oh, yeah. at claudine's place mm-hmm. but they can't know that he's seeing claudine he's she takes the their tv right. hands it to him and says you take this and hide, hide. And then it's like that sitcom thing of like the the social worker comes up and like he's behind the wall and like <laughs> looking yeah. around like uh oh he has the TV on his head right behind the bathroom door 
Right. Not where a, are you gonna? Yeah. Well, where are you gonna hide? It's a small apartment, right? And, like, um, and so then he tries to like move across the hall, but he, she sees him right away. Right? Yeah, he tries to like uh, sneak into the closet, and then he like closes it, and then she opens it. Yeah, I like. Uh, she says, "Sir, what's your name?" And he says, "Simpson." And your surname? He says, "Or no." And what's your first name? And he says, "Simpson is my first name." Yeah. What's your What's your last name? X. Simpson X. What? You heard of Malcolm X, right? I'm Simpson X, right? <laughs> like, yeah, of course he doesn't want to like tell her his name. He doesn't mm-hmm. have to. It's not her business. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, there's this discussion of the welfare system wanting, or not wanting, but like allowing a man to be there, but not um, encouraging marriage. Mm-hmm. And um, how how that works with having a man there and then them being off the welfare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, like, this... They pretty much need to, like, make it official... Yeah. Um. That they're unmarried, but together. Yeah. So that she can continue receiving benefits. It's, uh, it's just... A, the, yeah. It's none of their freaking business. Yeah. And he they, would have they to they sign to, up for welfare, even though even if he's they have not this whole on welfare. Fight, yeah, they have this whole fight about it in bed between Claudine and Roop uh, about what they should do. And in the scene, uh, James Earl Jones, one of his many, I mean, throughout the movie, he's just doing so much acting. But he's doing that cigarette acting thing mm-hmm. where the cigarette is dangling from your mouth while uh-huh. you're... Have you ever seen someone talk to you while smoking a cigarette like that? No. No, you, you take the cigarette out of your mouth and you hold it and you say what you have to say. Yeah. It's like glasses acting, but with cigarettes. <laughs> um, but it's a movie from 1974. Yeah. Um, she eventually convinces him to go down with her to the welfare office so they can do it. Um, but then the speech from the people there... And it's just super dehumanizing, and yeah, he's asking questions like, "What if I lose my job, and what happens?" What and if every, this happens? The answer yeah. to everything is that would be fraud. That would be fraud. Well, there's the white. There's two uh, people at that office that they're talking to. There's this white woman and a black woman. The mm-hmm. white woman is the first person to answer all his questions, mm-hmm. but she says things like really complicated, and the, then uh, the black woman is just like, "That's fraud." Right. And after everything, it's like this explanation. It would be fraud. It would be fraud. Yeah. And she's the only person like telling them like actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. You can't do anything. It's fraud. Exactly. Um, But everything else is like dressed up to confuse and entrap and. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. And he's just like, you know what I mean? Either I'm lazy or I'm too hardworking. Yeah. Yeah. You can't win. Yeah, you can't so win. They're just yelling fraud. He storms out. Yes. And starts slamming his hand down on all the desks in the office. Fraud. Mm-hmm. Fraud. People right. having little meetings. Fraud. And throughout this whole thing, like even the conversation when they're in bed and the conversation here, he is like, like um, giving her affirmation that he's going to be there for her. Like, like mm-hmm. this isn't like deterring him away for, from being with her. No, he pretty much says. Uh, Let's just get married. Yeah. Yeah. And then as they're leaving, she <laughs> does the slam her hand down and yells fraud on the mm-hmm. the front desk. Right. Um, <laughs> really um funny. 
Yeah, but okay, so like, oh, yeah, they have this announcement that they want to get married. Um, there are some really nice scenes before uh, we get to like the whole like marriage discussion where um, it's kind of like a montage where we, we see him like. Um, oh, his interactions with the children. Yeah, the interaction yeah, with I, the kids. Sorry, I skated over all of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's like the the interaction with first the youngest the mm-hmm. youngest son, um, where he like hits the young, younger sister, mm-hmm. and um, you know he's just talking to him about like what like what do you want to be when you get older mm-hmm. and stuff, and, and he hates school and he hates math. Mm-hmm. So then we so then we play craps. Yeah, that was that's the the second. Oh, that was a different. Yeah. Oh, because it, it goes. The little boy is drawing, and he's like, "What are you drawing?" He said. Uh, a mom, a dad, and a family, mm. and he shows him the paper, and he's like, "Where are they?" And he's like, "They're invisible." Mm. Yeah, and then we go to the other son, and he doesn't want to go to go to school anymore. He's gambling, and so Rupert joins him. Yeah, and kicks his ass. Kicks his ass. Yeah, takes, takes all, all of his money. Yeah, takes and the money of everyone playing with him. Right. Um, and there's this really cool, um, like conclusion to the scene where the son. Um, he breaks down everything, like all the money that he like started with, gained and lost. Like he mm-hmm. does, like the addition, subtraction. Yeah, he does like, all, all the that. math. Right, he does all the math, and you know, Ruby is just like, "You did math. You did math." Like yeah. I don't want to like see you out here. Crime doesn't pay. Yeah, it, was, it felt like if I'm going to continue my Claudine as a sitcom thread, yeah. this this would be one of the portions of it where it's a very special episode (laughs) there's more special episodes to come though yeah um and then we get um you know the oldest son the oldest son is um charles charles yes and he is part of a a movement like a a rebellion movement um that's against welfare because and he's very like he's an activist he's an activist and he like hates the idea of welfare because he sees what his mom goes through mm-hmm. and how she has to like hide herself pretty much um in order to live off the system and yeah. like what that has done to his family mm-hmm. and what it's doing to him pretty much you know what i mean like he pro- he doesn't have much but he probably wants more than what he sees mm-hmm. yeah and so like on welfare like in the system that's never going to happen so he's fighting against that sy- that system Um, so now, uh, Rupert's gonna have Claudine come, they're bringing all the kids over to Rupert's place Mm -hmm. for a big announcement Mm -hmm. about the engagement. Mm -hmm. Oh, the, (laughs) this is really funny about, uh, Rupert's apartment. He lives in like this apartment complex with a bunch of working girls. Mm -hmm. So there's always a, like, a lot of like sexy women around, um, who work the streets and, um. The son is just like, hey, what's up? Just like, like yeah, he's checking out some women uh, outside the building, then inside, inside the, building the building while they're waiting to, for group to open the door. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So they get into the apartment. He's about to make the announcement, but mm-hmm. there's a knock on the door, and he gets served some papers. Yeah. Uh, willful ignorance. No, willful, willful ne- neglect. Neglect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for. Uh, not he's uh paper said he wasn't paying enough child support yeah it's pretty much uh yeah child support issue Mm -hmm. um and what happens is they they uh they garnish his checks yeah he loses his money from work 
Yeah, and that puts a damper on that announcement. So there is no announcement anymore. That's that's put on hold. Yeah. Yeah. And Roop and Claudine have a meal together, and there's a lot of fighting happening. Yeah, it's an angry meal. Well, first, he won't, like, talk about his feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a man. He won't talk about his feelings. He's just slamming stuff on the ground. But then he opens up about it. There's, like, the photo of his children. And yeah. it's like, uh, I can't work. Like, what's the point of working for them? It's going to them. I can't. I don't know. It's the, another uh, yeah, like, kind of catch-22. Yeah, like, what am I working for? Like, I won't have enough money. Mm-hmm. for myself pretty much or to continue working to yeah to pay them because <laughs> yeah it doesn't if you can't pay if you can't live you're gonna lose your job and not yeah yeah and then you eventually the end the end game is him going to prison yeah or i'll run town and uh get a job there what job yeah, are you gonna yeah, get he anything the plot. Yeah, he dishwasher the plot. anything mm-hmm. you're you're too old yeah maybe i'll start a hustle get some women yeah. And it's like, oh. Uh. So, yeah. So, there's these, these the, the movie comments very well on two two systems, child support and welfare. Mm-hmm. And what child support does is it puts men on a payment plan. But sometimes the amount that they have to pay is unattainable mm-hmm. for them. And if they can't pay it, then they go to jail. Mm-hmm. Fraud. Um, fraud. Right. And, you know, with welfare fraud mm-hmm. you go to jail mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but you know claudine is trying to make him feel better and it's like you know the kids are going to throw you this party this this father's day party you know what i mean so he has had an impact on the kid on the kids yeah but he's he's looking at the pictures of his kids saying that they don't send you see all these cards of payments i need it's Father's Day. None of them are cards for my kids saying Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Uh, the next scene is the Father's Day party Claudine and the kids are throwing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Roop's not there. Yeah. Everyone else is, though. Everyone so is it, packed. And they're, you know, you know, they're getting down. And... Claudine's, like, doing a couple... She goes around in circles yeah. a couple times because she's nervous. And she's, like, going around in a circle, pouring more alcohol in everyone's cup. But, yeah. the, like, a, she goes a couple times she's, around. Yeah, she does it a couple so times. So, by the end, the one guy's like, no, no, don't give me more. Yeah. If I get you guys boozed up, you guys won't notice what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the kids know. Yeah, the kids know. Uh, yeah. Roop, Roop's a no-show. Yeah. And... uh the next day well the kid the mm-hmm. two youngest boys was the ne- yeah the next day i think no, that's or maybe the same day. oh that night yeah perhaps? that night yeah that night she was going to she calls him mm-hmm. or one of her one of her daughters encourages her to call or actually does the calling and passes it the phone to her as it's ringing yeah but then it turns out the phone's been disconnected mm-hmm. two boys say they got somewhere to go do they even say we're going to they don't they don't say no they don't say yeah. where but I knew once they like got on the bike and mm-hmm. like the time it took them to get, I was like, they're they're traveling to his place. They're going to yeah. Rivers. I really liked that scene of them bike riding mm-hmm. because there's one bike between the two of them. Yep. The younger of the two kids is like riding in in front of the handlebars. Yeah, he's sitting on the handlebars. Yeah. Um, and we see like his feet dangling. Yeah. And we see them like traversing through these busy city streets and yeah. like. The narrow space between like a cab and a truck. And yeah, I'm, I know I'm doing my thing here, but it's like they're trying to 
get through, but there's no space for them. Yeah, shot very and well. And there's there's two of them on a well, there's one little bike. The youngest, the feet are dangling. He's not even in control of where he's going. That's it's very like, uncomfortable. I might say. Oh yeah. Um, being in the front like that because like hitting mm-hmm. bumps and like you have to balance. If you, if he's going really fast and then you get bounced off, like it does happen once where he like falls off the front of it and has to like run and then like get back on. Yeah, it, it was a pretty uh. Dread, dread, maybe not dread. I was feeling dread watching it because I felt something bad was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, they end up getting it to root roots, but it's a whole scene of them riding the bike and like what mm-hmm. could happen. And I also just thought it was a good visual representation of what's happening in the movie. Mm-hmm. And and the the kid, he's upset but determined. Mm-hmm. And when they get there and find out that he moves, mm-hmm. they just they just come back. Well, yeah. What else? Yeah, what can it. you do? Roop yeah. skip town, maybe. Yeah. And then he like he rips the the they made this Father Day sign. He just rips it down. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure it took a lot for them to throw a Father Day celebration. Oh, definitely, definitely, and just to be like let down again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, there's a moment between Charles and his mom. She's on the stoop uh, feeling sad. And he's just like, I knew he would leave. Yes, I, I told it's you It's like so everyone moment. else. Which he saves, though. He doesn't do it at the party, which was very mm-hmm. nice. He like gives her a little kiss on the forehead at the yeah. end of the party. But when they're sitting on the stoop, he's like, I told you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then he ends this like fight with like, Look, look at your daughter's tits. Oh yeah. What? How's how's he look at her breasts? That that whole conversation. And then you tell me that whole something, conversation something. is in, in like a good conversation because it just speaks on like like fear, fear, mm-hmm. and invisibility, and wanting to be seen, which is like his whole thing of like wanting to be seen, wanting to be a mm-hmm. man. He wants to be treated like a real human being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he ends it off with check your daughter tits. Yeah, because she is pregnant. Yeah. This was, then she runs inside and rips down her daughter's shirt to look, to take her son's advice and look at her breasts. And then she sees that it appears that she's pregnant and starts hitting her. Yeah, she beats her with a a hairbrush. She starts crying. Yeah, this is a real traumatic scene. Yeah, it was really stressful. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. Um she she beats her and then they both cry and then they hug. But obviously Claudine doesn't want for her what she has. Yeah. Yeah, she's just yeah. being like protective and it's just like also a lot going on mm-hmm. that leads up to this moment. Yeah. Um and they had like this con- <laughs> this conversation about, you know, like you know, like, what are you going to do? And she's just like, well, she's like, well, I'm going to get married and then we're going to live together and we're going to work. And Claudine breaks it down. Yeah. You're you're on- both working for for half salaries. Yeah. And as, together it's going to be one salary. Yeah. And then when you have the baby, it's going to be three of you. And then you're going to be living on half a salary. Mm-hmm. And Claudine probably says something, says something about He's like every yeah every black, black man. man yeah, and she's like the daughter's like black men have made great contributions to the world, and she starts naming like George Washington Carver, yeah. W. E. B. Du Bois, uh-huh. and 
uh, Frederick Douglass. Douglas. Yeah. Claudine's like, oh, you should have knocked up. <laughs> you didn't knock up Frederick Douglass. Yeah, you Never. He, Frederick Douglass didn't knock you up. Yeah, too bad. <laughs> Frederick Douglass didn't knock you up. <laughs> yeah, it's just like really funny. It's like, yeah, this like mundane situation. Mm-hmm. And then like when when this when this scene happened, all I could think about was like, wow, this is like so different from the way. Um, if Bell Street could talk, it did remind me of that yeah. movie. It's like the like the opposite of that of a not a family like ready for that. I I wouldn't be surprised if this was a reference point for Barry Jenkins in Bell Street. I can see that. Um, just how it's like it shows the struggle, but it's not about the struggle. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of about the struggle, but like you know, it's, yeah, it's about the the romance. Yeah. It's about the relationship between yeah. Rupe and Claudine. Yeah, the romance is in the forefront and mm-hmm. everything else is in the in the back. It's yeah, there. It's part of and the that, Yeah, and that allows the characters to be human. Yeah. Um Yeah, and just that these lives. Mm-hmm. Um, amidst the struggle. It's about the, the lives and the love amidst the struggle, not the struggle itself. Yeah. Um Is this where we get Charles and his big decision? Yeah, Charles reacts to this a little differently than his sister. Instead of getting knocked up or knocking someone up, he has a voluntary vasectomy. Well, I guess voluntary, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, of course, voluntary. He gets a vasectomy. Yeah, he gets a vasectomy. <laughs> yeah. And um, the mom is just like, you took away your manhood. And mm-hmm. he was like, a manhood is not between your legs, which I really liked. Oh, yeah. Great line. <laughs> yeah, great line. Just like, oh, this kid has understanding. And this wasn't. This wasn't the first time that like masculinity was like the, brought up when they're uh, in bed. Claudine yeah, the and, argument about yeah. if uh, uh, how he should go to the welfare office, they should put it on the books. And he's like, I, I don't want to be a man on welfare. It's not a man at all that can't provide. Man. And yeah, being like you would laugh at me if like, yeah, the government's going to take my balls, and then you're going to resent me for not having no balls. Yeah, and then she's like, I got bigger balls than you. Yeah. What? What? Oh, you think being a man is fighting, like knock, knocking yeah. women up, leaving them, and, and yeah. fighting, and uh-huh. having these big balls? I got bigger balls. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah does persuade him to like at least go down to the office. Yeah. Um, and like <laughs> the youngest son runs out and he's just like Charles caught off his dick, <laughs> and so the second youngest boy runs upstairs. And, mm-hmm. like, pretty much, like, rips the cover off him and then runs back down. And he's, down. like, running away as he's running away, like, turning his head to, like, look to yeah. see if his dick is there. And he's like, no, I saw it. His dick's still there. Yeah, his dick is still there. <laughs> yeah, that's not how vasectomy works. But yeah. it, it is, like, playing that situation up for comedy. Yeah, what a... I didn't see it coming at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Interesting uh... reaction to that. But, like, yeah, the government... You know, because of these situations, might well not have kids. It's like yeah. everyone's being uh, pushed to just giving up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she makes, like, this comment of, like, how, like, you know, that's what they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they they do this to you. They, like, take away, like, your, your manhood or whatever. Like, that's, like, what their job has been. You don't do it to yourself. Yeah, but then his argument is it's not manhood. Yeah. He's um he's realistic. He's woke. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, certainly. Yeah, very woke. Yeah, pre-woke woke. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then we see where Rupert's been. Yeah. He's been, he's been at church. It, yeah, this is... <laughs> it's like church at a bar. No, he's at a bar, but there's a choir. Yeah. There. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's at church, but he's he's very intoxicated. Yeah. And he says... I got a testimony. I got a testimony. Yeah. And, like, he falls over because he's so so drunk. Mm-hmm. And then he's like... <laughs> God, God spoke to me. And then he like, said, what do you say? What do you say? Baby. Baby. <laughs> God said, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he said, baby, things are going to get, get bad. And then they're going to get worse. <laughs> no, no. He said, uh, th- things could get worse. Cheer up. So I listened to him. I cheered up. And then things got worse. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> And then um, Charles Charles walks in. Yeah, yeah finds finds him, and he uh, he made a threat earlier that he said, "For every tear my mother drops will be a shed, uh, like a, a quart of blood. Yeah, yeah, like a drop of blood for you." Mm-hmm. And no, I think it was a tear, a drop of tear, quart of blood, quart of blood. Yeah, it wasn't just a drop. Okay. drop. It wasn't a drop to drop situation. Drop, I think okay. the tear to blood exchange rate is more. Is more okay. <laughs> makes sense yeah um and so he pretty much just starts to like throw him around oh yeah we get like, a fight scene yeah and knocks him down like he punches him and he like he's, he's Rup, Rup is so drunk he's like oh yeah. he's he and goes back to his seat at the bar acting. and then charles comes and like throws him across the room he lands in like another seat at mm-hmm. a table yeah uh charles like rips the chair out from under him so then he just is under the table yeah, like holding the, on yeah holding on yeah yeah, like good, <laughs> and um, he's just like you know, he tra- he tells him something about him and his mom. And he's just like, mm-hmm. tell yourself. Yeah, yeah. the The fight eventually ends when Rupert's like, "Okay, I I understand you," and then he he hugs him and like yeah. grips him hard. And Charles is very uncomfortable with this and is like, "Let go of me." Yeah, but it's like you made your point. Because it kind of looks like Charles is about to cry. It does. Yeah. I it mean, does. Charles has the line earlier about how he cries sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. When like he was that. in bed, I was just like, I was just thinking this whole time, like, this kid's probably, like, depressed. Oh, yeah. It's probably depressed. But there's no time for depression when you're growing up in the hood on welfare. Mm-hmm. Like, damn. No time for any of that. Oldest of... Of five, six. Five siblings, yeah. Oh, this of six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I I guess it's like the next night. Probably the next yeah, night. Yeah, I guess Rupert did sober up, didn't he? Yeah, he sobered up. Uh, At first I was like, oh, he's drunk driving. But now he was like in completely different clothes. Yeah, he yeah. Pull, pulls back up to Claudine's place. And uh, she sees him from the window. So she mm-hmm. comes outside. The all, all the kids come out, too. Yeah. Um, and they all get in his car. Yeah, they all get in his car. Well, first, just Claudine, and he, like, starts giving her, like, the speech mm-hmm. to, like, understand where he's coming from and stuff. But she gets it. Yeah, she's like, you don't have to explain that to me. And then he's like, but I have to explain that to the kids. Yeah, and then they're in the car. And yeah. then he kind of says, I, l- I gotta leave. I'm gonna get a good job in St. Louis. Yeah. But he's um, bullshitting. Right. Yeah. And then he, like... He tells the truth 
mm-hmm. um, just which is really good writing, really insightful of like this idea, this idea of a dad, a man being the breadwinner, mm-hmm. and when you're not making the bread, then you don't come home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you can't fulfill your purpose, mm-hmm. so you just run away, and that's what he did. That's what he's been doing. It's just running away from his purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to get married. Yeah. Cut to wedding. Yeah. (laughs) Wedding. Wedding uh, and uh, protests. Uh, Yeah. During the wedding, it cuts to the wedding. They're doing uh, vows, I guess. mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, Rupert, like, turns back. It's like, where's Charles? No Mm -hmm. one knows. Yeah. And then we see that he's at a protest. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, protesting uh, welfare. Yeah, and there's a lot of cops. Yeah, and it becomes there becomes an altercation. Yeah, and it ends with everyone running from the cops. Yeah, Charles runs all the way to his house to, yeah, the, to, to the, the apartment, wedding. which is where the wedding is. Mm-hmm. Um, and tries to he like does this thing where he tries to he puts on a blazer yeah and tries to blend in with yeah, the crowd great down. great move he sh- really should have closed the door he behind should've. him i really think he would have been fine if he did that mm-hmm. but uh he didn't the cops just barge in on the wedding and grab him they see the uh what is it like the black power shirt that well, he's wearing he had a he had a, a jean jacket on with a black power mm-hmm. um patch on it yeah so they but the, I, don't, I don't think they like saw that they just saw the fro Everyone has a fro, though. No, but, I think they saw they saw the T-shirt. Okay, they saw the T-shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah, they grab him, and then it becomes this whole thing of, like, the wedding getting interrupted. But then, like, the family coming together to protect him. Yeah, it's like this big fight between the police and the family, yeah. all in Claudine's apartment. And it's, like, comedic. Yeah. It's very light. It's light. It's, like, Surprising. super light. It's weirdly light. Um, and then they end up chasing them out of the apartment and there's like a, what do you call it? The wagon? Yeah, the wagon. A paddy wagon or whatever. Yeah. Um, so there's just police. Now, even the, the minister is being like thrown into the wagon. They all are. Pretty much, yeah, all the men. And, and those, and then Claudine has to like push through to get on the wagon to be with her, husband. her new husband yeah and then the kids that then, aren't yeah, on there the kids. like now everyone's got to get on the wagon so yeah. we can just be together yeah and it's like this light comedic thing but like it's, it's light but it, it's very dark yeah and i guess that's it's hard it was hard to tell what they were going for mm-hmm. completely all they needed because, was like the just just married cans at on the um on the end of the of the wagon. Yeah, they make it they make it really funny to just show this is I mean, it, the ending the credits are rolling over this also. It's like by the time they exit the apartment the credits are rolling and we're just seeing this all. Yeah. Um There's so it's f- really finishing up, but it's like this is what the whole movie was kind of in a nutshell. Yeah. Is they're just trying to live their lives and have this love and be together, be a family. And now Rupert's a part of it. Now he's in it. Yeah. And yeah. it is uh being loaded on a paddy wagon by police yeah uh the photographer is chasing behind him takes a snap of him yeah and then we get like the next scene which is just yeah just the beginning cuts, of the movie but plus rupert plus rupert the yeah. whole fam 
plus Rupert just walking. walking down the street, yeah. being a family. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's Claudine. I really liked this feature a mm. lot. I liked it a lot. I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I enjoyed it. I don't um, think I would watch it again. I, I'm surprisingly don't. I have a. It felt like homework because it was old. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, I, I, I know. Really... I know. I'm like pretentious about movies <laughs> and stuff, and I should be like, this is true cinema. Mm-hmm. But it felt like I don't know the the movies that were on TV on TCM when I was growing up that I would just skip right past. Wasn't didn't it say TCM? Well, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> Um, uh, but it was good. Yeah, I'm glad this movie was recommended to me, and then I finally got to it because mm. of this podcast. It's um, I had never heard of it. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of su- surprised that it exists. Just like with what it dealt with and talked about, like who the characters were. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I didn't know that movies like this were being made then. Yeah, yeah, good commentary movie. Good. Good drama, good comedy. Um, Maybe good it is acting. a comedy. I said before, just even thinking about the end. Yeah, it's a, it's a rom-com, maybe. Not a rom-com, but there's romance and comedy and drama. Yeah, it's all three. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Is it, is Claudine a movie or a film? Um, wow. I want to say Claudine is a movie hmm. but it has um what do you like to say <laughs> it's a it's a movie with uh, a bit of film in it with film hmm. aspects in it what are the film aspects um one the acting two it's a so- lot of acting social commentary yeah it's got some social commentary that, that social commentary is very heavy in this movie and it's very it's not it doesn't just it doesn't just put it in your face it actually educates you yeah i uh went into before we even started watching it uh just thinking i wonder if this is gonna be a movie or a film and then i had to have a little talk with myself before we started like hey just because it's old doesn't mean it's a film right so the whole I had the, this question on my mind the whole time we were watching, but I still think it's film. You think it's film, and not just not because it's old. Nice. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's nice. it's film. It's a it's a fun it's fun it's a fun movie film. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we need to do more uh, older movies we haven't seen. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. I don't. I don't know. I guess this went all right. I have a hard time watching movies for the first time and then immediately having to podcast about them. Right. Like I didn't take that many notes. Okay. Uh, and this movie does like give you a lot. It's yeah. A, it's a big bite. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm may, pretty maybe. sure there are some great articles on this movie. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there's another episode. Yeah. <laughs> Tweet us at Movie Film Pod. Email us, moviefilmpod at gmail.com. Give us five stars on iTunes. Leave a review if you're compelled to. And uh, tune in next week for another episode of Movie Film 
film. Well, that's a big one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. you know I had to do it twice as big because of last week. Yeah, yeah. Mm.